Welcome to RVR's Life After Camp podcast. Learn about the camp and retreat ministries of RVR at rivervalleyranch.com. Enjoy. Good evening. Good evening. Y'all don't sound like you lost your voice. That's a good reason. Y'all were singing pretty loud during worship. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say good evening again. Good evening. Good evening. Oh, that is good. My name is George Hopkins. It is a privilege to be with you uh, this weekend. We're going to get to know each other some more. Um, we're going to get to know more about who God is from the scriptures. And I look forward to um, having the time and opportunity to do that with you this weekend. Um, I'm going to take about 15 minutes of your time tonight to just prepare us for this weekend. I don't know what your expectations are. I don't know what your expectations are. But my hope and prayer is that God would mess up your expectations that he would exceed your expectations, that you would see God in a new and fresh and bigger way and therefore also see yourself in a new and fresh and bigger way. We're going to be um, talking about one family, and the scripture that we'll be in this weekend is also in the book of Hosea. And as my daughter heard about us being in the book of Hosea, and there's a woman in the Bible in in the book of Hosea who um, is a prostitute, my daughter said, there's prostitution in the Bible? Did I mess up your expectations yet? Did y'all even expect that that was in the scriptures? I want to encourage you with this. Any issue, any pain, any doubt, any struggle that we experience in this world, it is addressed in the scriptures. And when you see in the book of Hosea, the book is named after a man named Hosea, that God goes to Hosea and he says to him, he says, Hosea, go and marry a woman who will not be faithful to you. What? Go choose to marry a woman who will not be faithful to you. And as crazy as that sounds, Hosea, and as crazy and as scandalous as that sounds, God says, I want you to do this because what is even more scandalous than unfaithfulness between you and your wife, what is even more scandalous is that my people Israel, who God had chosen, they were choosing to go give themselves to other gods, to other things. And in and, and our lives, we do the same thing many times over and over again. When God says, I have chosen you, we say, God, I want to choose this. I'm going to this for popularity. I'm going for this for value. I'm going to this for purpose. Whatever it is, God was saying to Hosea, what is more scandalous than you choosing to marry a woman who was a prostitute is that my people who I have chosen to love have chosen to love other things. In the book of Hosea, God's hope and prayer is that the people of God, Israel, would understand that God wanted to work in their lives. I don't know what comes to your mind or what your expectation is when you hear the word family. But I don't know what your family background is, but if you think your family background is a mess, just read through the Bible. It's a whole lot of broken families. Whole lot of broken families in the scriptures, but the Lord still works through families to do his redeeming work. I don't know what expectation you have when you hear the word one. Could we all possibly, in all of our differences, be one? If you've ever been to middle school, you know how hard that word one is. Everybody teases everybody else. Is middle school easy for anybody else in here? You get to middle school, you're like, I'm just gonna be myself. And people are like, don't like yourself, I don't like you. How can we be one? When we always find something in our differences to divide us, but even still, God has promised that in his work, he's going to make one family. He called Hosea to go and marry a woman in prostitution because even still, God would say, I'm going to choose you, and I'm going to still do a great 
an amazing work. And here's what's crazy. At some point, Israel is like, we love God. We know he loves us and he accuses us. And God continues to blow their mind. In the New Testament, I want to read this verse to you. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 6, it says this. It says, this mystery that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. That might not make any sense to you right now, but let me put it this way. Israel's like, God, we know that you love us, and we're part of your family, and we are amazing. We are your chosen people. Yes, 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 and more yes, yes. But you know who God doesn't choose? Those Gentiles. Those other people over there. It's like that other table in the cafeteria. Those are the not cool kids. So Israel, once they finally realized that they were chosen, still thought that God did not choose other people. And what Paul wrote in Ephesians was this. Whoa, hold up. Wait a minute. God has chosen Gentiles and Israelites and made them co-heirs, which means that the inheritance that the Father gives goes to Gentiles and Israelites. I want you to hear this. That when Jesus Christ came, he did this amazing work. He did this amazing work that the people that we think God can't reach, the person who may have been a prostitute who was chosen by someone to still love and be married, the people that we think are too far gone, the people who we think their past has discarded them. I want you to hear that God has said, I have come, and I'm going to reach that person that you have seen to be as other. Jesus has come so that those who we see as others becomes our sisters and brothers. We don't just like them, but their experiences become ours. Our inheritance become theirs. He has come that we will no longer have others. But I, I hope he messes up your expectations because sometimes we have an idea of who God loves and who he doesn't. And sometimes we're in the in crowd and everybody else is on the outside. But I know some of us are here tonight and we feel like we are that other who's on the outside and we are excluded. I hope God messes up your expectations. My, my wife likes to go outside and she likes to go to the park. My family's here with me this weekend and hopefully you'll get to meet them as we're out and about this weekend. And she has this, she keeps this in our van. I don't like going outside. I'm from the inner city of Baltimore. I love just like being at home and like watching sports or reading a book. My wife likes to go outside, so once in a while she'll take me out. And she has this thing that she keeps in her car, and she pulls it out whenever we're going to do a random impromptu picnic. And she always pulls this out, and I'm looking at it thinking, what are you going to do with that? Sometimes when we look at who God is and who God loves and puts into his family, it looks like this, and it looks small and insignificant. So for some of us, we feel like we fit into that small perspective of what God, who God loves. For some of us, we feel like that perspective is so small that it excludes us. When Paul wrote that this mystery was being revealed, that Jesus came, that you and Gentile would all be one family, he said this was revealing God's manifold witness. Manifold sounds like a weird name, a weird word, but this is all manifold means. Manifold means many folds which is we at some point see God's wisdom and God's love, and it looks like this. But God says, there's more to my love than what you see. Your expectations this weekend, there is more to my love than what you see. There's many folds to it. So even though you saw it there, there's another fold. 
it's a little bit bigger than what you originally imagined. God's manifold witness is another fold. It's a little bit bigger than what you first imagined. He continues throughout time to reveal his manifold witness so that that which was once small becomes vast. That which was once one color becomes multicolored. I hope God messes up your expectations because more than likely we see him in a box that is one color and that box, if we're inside of it, that box looks like us. Or if we're outside of it, that box looks like everything that we don't have. I'm not going to answer questions. I'm just going to stir the pot. Can I stir the pot tonight? Is it a, I, I can see y'all. Y'all know I can see you, right? So if I talk to you, you can talk back to me, right? So can I stir the pot tonight? Yeah. I'm going to stir the pot tonight that God would exceed your expectations, that he would unfold his manifold wisdom so that you can see the vastness of God's love and his capacity to make one family out of broken people. I will end and I will dare to say this. What if there is more? What if that person that you think is too far gone is nowhere out of reach of God's love? What if the disappointment and the decisions and the wounds and the hurt that maybe you have experienced that you think keeps God from drawing near is not enough to keep him from pursuing you? What if there is more? I would dare to say I think it's much bigger than we can think or imagine. I think it's much more colorful than what we can see. And I think it's much more glorious than we came here expecting. Let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time that we have together. I thank you for your manifold witness that, wisdom that even when we first as individuals realize that you love us and maybe we can comprehend that you love people within our church or in our family, but then to comprehend that you would love people who are beyond where we are that you would even love people enough that you would say to a faithful man to marry a woman who was unfaithful, that you would love us enough that you would love an unfaithful people, even though you are a faithful God. I ask that you would shake up and mess up our expectations, that you would reveal even more of your glory, even more of your plan, and that though our brokenness and division seem so daunting at times that you would show us that it does not exceed the power and the reach of your love. Lord, we ask all of these things in the powerful, magnificent name of Jesus. Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Live After Camp episode. Discover all of the year-round adventures at RVR and find out how you can support our ministry at rivervalleyranch.com. Thanks.